This is Amazed by God, brought to you by Through God's Library. We bring you stories of faith and God's goodness shared by people like you. I pray we build and encourage your faith. If you have a story to tell, please let us know by contacting us through our website at amazedbygod.com. We would love to help you share it with the world. While you're there, check out our other ministries. And if you would like to support the work God is doing through us, you can find the details on our website or go to patreon.com forward slash Mark Now here's your host, Mark, with a story of faith. Hello, hello, and welcome to Amazed by God, brought to you by Through God's Library. This is your host, Mark Stitchin, and with me today is Tim Nevius. Hey, actually, I pronounce it Nevius. Nevius. Yeah. So, so we kind of went over this in the pre-interview, uh, and I was still going to pronounce it Nevius, um, but we've known each other, oh, wow, uh, what, since 03? 15 years. 03? Oh, 02? Yeah. Yeah, I think I came to... Easily. So, so um, I worked at a church. I, I, I was kind of their youth pastor for... I was there for about eight years. Mm-hmm. And for the first two or three years, you were in my youth group. Yeah. Um, and uh, so you now live... Where do you live now? Washington State. You live in, <laughs> yeah. you live in Washington State. And, and I, of course, am here in Maryland. So we don't get to see each other that often. No. Uh, and and it's, it's always a pleasure when, when we get to talk face-to-face uh nothing wrong with texting or phone calls or whatever but always um, a pleasure uh, yeah yeah so it's just because i'm that that awesome ain't i (laughs) (laughs) so so you're you're here for for the christmas break uh Mm. this will be coming out uh in in january but um yeah we we decided to hook up uh and talk and 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 i you got to discover mission barbecue Mm -hmm. yeah wow how delicious I actually ended up getting, getting going back for more. <laughs> going back for more, yeah. yeah. It's, it's it's a wonderful thing. If you don't live on the East Coast, Mission Barbecue is this amazing, neat place. I guess yeah. you would say. Um, so yeah, so we, we've known each other for a while, and um, I watched you grow up. I watched you um, uh, develop into, you know, just a, an awesome person and a man and somebody that I enjoy talking to and have relied on um, in my life. Uh, for a while thanks yeah and um you've definitely been there for me for more than i can describe it's been quite the journey uh throughout my whole christian development uh and then and then some just as a friend and a mentor on just being able to decipher a lot of the biblical stories and ways that i would have never been exposed to otherwise it's been great we we actually not only were friends and stuff like that, we worked together for a little while, so uh, we were in close <laughs> contact um, um, for a while. I got to watch you through your World of Warcraft days. Yeah, those were fun. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and um, yeah, I mean, so so we we've been around for a while, and I I, I again appreciate um, everything you've you've done for me as well too. So uh, that that street definitely goes both ways. Thanks. I'm glad. And, you know, try not to think about it too much. You know. <laughs> Don't want to tear the up. Holy when Spirit the Holy Spirit just moves through me, you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, uh, but here at Amazed by God, we like to share stories because sometimes in the stories that people tell, we get to see God in a new light, in a new way. 
and our listeners just are able to reach out and 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 apply things in people's lives that they may never have thought. That's one of the the great things about telling our testimony. So, Tim, I asked you, what has God done amazing in your life? Hmm. So many things, but um, I think a uh, a really amazing thing is is being able to see good hearts outside the Christian bubble, maybe, okay. uh, the Christian culture, culture, like people that don't go to church every Sunday, or maybe they didn't, they didn't even grow up in a family that went to church every Sunday or et cetera. Um, and seeing kind of in real life, what it meant uh, for somebody to have the word of God written on their heart. Um, you know, you talk to them and they might cuss or, you know, say some things that might have, you know, not been appropriate at a certain time or had some habits that you didn't like. But when it came down to, um, I don't know, maybe unselfishness, but you know, in my opinion, love, uh, they demonstrated it. Like when you needed help, they were there. If, mm-hmm. if, if you were down and it was clear that, you know, you weren't doing so good, they would be there for you. And it was, and I got to see those kinds of people, uh, in, you know, an environment that didn't require it. And having that exposure in addition to seeing people that, you know, would profess Christianity and up and down left, right and sideways with their mouth. And then they wouldn't, you know, they wouldn't be there when you needed them. Mm -hmm. Um, so contrast, let's backtrack for one second. Uh, I know you were a Christian as a kid, Mm -hmm. uh, um, a teenager. Uh, did you kind of grow up in the church? My bad. Yeah, that's okay. (laughs) Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, probably middle school sometime. Um, so eight. your four men, your, 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 your formational years mm-hmm. were inside of that, what you called the Christian bubble. Yep. Yep. I definitely, I started going to church and when I was 14 ish. Um, and even before then my family did go to church on and off, uh, but I'd never really understood why. And then I went back on my own, honestly, cause I was bored. <laughs> I didn't really have anything to do. And, um, uh, you know, it, it, I, at first I was like, well, why, why do we watch these people play music and sing these weird songs and, and then clap for them? And then, um, I just through being around those people and being around those types of hearts and minds, I was able to see what it, what was really going on, mm-hmm. you know, to see, uh, what what the singing really meant and what they, you know, the Bible verses and, you know, what it meant to witness the Holy Spirit move. Mm-hmm. And, and then, you know, that was started at 14, you know, 15, if, uh, give, give me a little bit of cushion there. Cause it took about six months after I started going to church for me to say, Oh, wait a second. Something's going on here. This isn't just weird. Yeah. This isn't <laughs> just weird and, uh, you know, goofy, you know? And, uh, so, you know, from 15 all the way up until, you know, s- sort of, you know, I, I, I went into the military at 22. So I joined a little bit late compared to the average, you know, schmuck 
<laughs> join eight, <laughs> 18. Um, but yeah, you know, for, for, so for, you know, eight years or seven years, uh, I was like embedded into the church. Mm-hmm. And so I never really knew what it was like. I didn't have that perspective of like, what was it like for a 21 year old that had never been exposed to the Christian community to try to understand what was, what did it mean to be Christian? Um, and I found myself like confounded by that because I'd meet all these people in the military and it was like, you know, you know, basically you just say Jesus Christian, uh, and it's, it's just a bunch of mumbo jumbo. It's all lumped into the same category as any other religion or any other organized, uh, religious concept. Um, and it's just interesting to see, uh, how much contrast there can be. And then what your behavior means to them once you say, well, I'm a Christian, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, if you say that you're a Christian and then you go behave in a certain way, they, you know, it either reinforces the negative picture that they had, or it helps them understand things better, uh, mm-hmm. or, you know, understand the good, good part. Uh, but, um, so what was that doing to you, uh, as, you know, as a, a young man at that point, um, who grew up in church, who had a, a, hopefully a youth leader that tried to help him oh, yeah. realize that, you know, love, love was the answer and that there was a bigger world than just what was that Christian bubble. I mean, um, uh, you know, what did that do to you and your faith to, the to, to be exposed to that? Wow. Yeah. What a, what a big question. <laughs> um, I, I would definitely say like, um, uh, I, I've always been inquisitive. I've always been, that's an understatement. Yeah. Jealous. <laughs> <laughs> um I've been called a know-it-all more than once and uh I've definitely um I've wanted to understand everything about everything. So when somebody like Mark would come along and be like I can probably answer your questions, I maybe took advantage of that. And so so coming from that perspective of always asking questions and always uh being able to dig more into a question until I felt satisfied, uh, going into the military, there's a, a there's this weird thing called uh, obedience <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, immediate obedience to orders was important, lawful orders, you know, and all that, not to get technical, but you know, when somebody said do something, you had to do it and you didn't have time to sit and question and philosophize and wonder about, well, what's the best way to do this thing? And, uh, it, you know, that whole experience in, you know, sandwiched in with people that acted basically what I would summarize as a Christian or a person with love or a person with Holy spirit in their heart. Um, the, the people that said they weren't Christian would behave that way. And then the people that said they were Christian wouldn't behave that way. Mm-hmm. And there was this kind of permeating, um, uh, like, sometimes obedience to God doesn't look like it to everyone. Like, sometimes 
there you know there there's almost like con there's almost always context to everybody's story to why somebody had to behave in a certain way in a certain situation mm-hmm. uh, you know so you're, you're generalizing say, yeah you're saying that the context of why somebody acted the way that they did tells a bigger story than just the reaction that you have to them mm-hmm and, uh, you know, uh, you, you just get put into s- weird situations mm-hmm. uh, sometimes and you might do something and you realize that, like, in that moment, you do the thing that you thought was wrong. You should never do that thing. And in that moment, in that time, nothing else felt more right than that. Mm-hmm. You know, I might even go as far as to say that the Holy Spirit was moving through me to do something. And it was it was those kinds of experiences uh, that kind of enabled me um, to have this deeper, less fragile love for God. Uh, I vividly remember being in in high school and feeling bad at the end of a day because I didn't evangelize to enough people. And it made me, it made my relationship with God feel fragile. Um, and, uh, you know, where did that come from? Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, definitely, um, you know, the, it, it, it might have been, you know, just a, a, a consistent repetition of like, you know, God wants us to share to the ends of the earth, uh, you know, um, mission focus, like, you know, ever, everybody will, you know, know God one way or another, you know, mm-hmm. missionaries and things like that. And we had to participate in that somehow. Cause I can't say that our youth group was very evangelism focused. Um, I would, I would say that this happened before. Okay. I was just, you, just wondering where that came you from. You came along, uh, to that, so, that church group. So, when you're going through the military and you're going through all those, um, you, you mentioned that the Holy Spirit was still moving through you. Do you feel like your relationship with God waned a little bit in those days? Um, and then, you know, where are you now? Like, you know, um, you know, you're saying that God opened up a bigger door for you to experience something, especially with the way you perceive something. And, and, and this isn't, this isn't, uh, I hope, I hope isn't, wrong for me saying the the way that you perceive the world is through questioning it. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and that, 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 that is who Tim is. Uh, we, we were joking about earlier, um, that when Tim was in, in, in my youth group, uh, we had things called Timisms where mm-hmm. Tim would just pull a random question out of a, out of air and, and expect for it to be answered. Um, and, uh, one of them that I can remember <laughs> off the top of my head, which we talked about earlier today was we're, we're driving to youth convention and Tim just randomly says, was Jesus white? Um, you know, and, and, <laughs> and basically demanded an answer at that time. So, uh, how, how did, how did experiencing the world in, in, in a completely different affect your relationship with Christ and how did it affect it now that you're out and have have grown? Hmm. Well, I definitely felt like I don't know. I, I kind of felt like my relationship with the Christ diminished in the same way that 
like literally you're you you, you and I uh we we've always had a relationship since then even yeah we've never been yeah. disconnected but you know we're not but we weren't like on the phone yeah right so uh, you know while per se we you know Jesus and I weren't like talking on the phone on a daily basis I knew that the relationship was still there I just didn't interact with them mm -hmm. um and you know, it was, it was always there, and I, and, I, and I almost felt this element of, like, I needed to be away. I needed to get as far away from the Christian culture as possible in order to understand the perspective of an adult mm -hmm. that was exploring coming to Christ uh, for the first time. Like, what did it mean to them? And it's, it's almost, you know, it's kind of... Um, it's, it seems kind of miserable in some ways of like that they need to wade through a lot of stuff that's confusing, like Christian music and Christian language and, you know, Christ, Christian decorations and, <laughs> um, you know, and, uh, you know, how a church is organized and mm. why we sing and or, you know, the differences between all the denominations, you know. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so. So now, on the flip side, yeah. on the 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 end of that and the right. tail end of that, you said that God pushed you and moved you to to what? To are you talking about a community? Like now, yeah, yeah. just now. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, to being part of, you know, being part of a community again was very important, and I, you know. If I'm being completely honest, I was resisting it a little bit because mm -hmm. I kind of created my own little bubble of, you know, this is what I do on a regular basis. These are the kinds of people that I'm around and I'm just going to do my own thing. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, Sunday after Sunday, it was like, hey, maybe you should check out, you know, Living Faith Fellowship. You know, eh, you know, I feel like sleeping in, you know, <laughs> uh, maybe you should check out for Living Faith Fellowship the next week. Like, ah, look at that. I woke up too late, you know. Um, but uh, sure enough, I, I finally get there and, you know, it almost like literally it almost feels like an actual thing working against me all the way there. Mm -hmm. It's like when I wake up, I'm very tired or when I actually am up. Uh, you know, I get anxious, you know, a little bit of social anxiety, like, oh, what are the people going to think of me? You know, I know, how am I going to answer these questions? You know, I'm not really going to like it. Well, I find myself there maybe a little bit late. Um, yeah, sure enough, I get welcomed immediately in the, in this way uh, with this demeanor from this, these people, uh, these first, the first two gentlemen that I met there. You know, they just had this heart of God, for the lack of a better description, that just said, we are so glad you're here. Mm -hmm. You know, we want we want to express the love of God to you and experience him with with us here. And yeah, it's just been and, it, you know, since I started going there, uh, you know, I've been a, a part of. Um, we have church family chores every Saturday. <laughs> yeah, you were and, telling me about this earlier. Yeah, that's it's it's super fun because it's like not only is there this kind of element of comfort and we are a family, 
we we are actually doing something together. Mm-hmm. We're not paying, <laughs> yeah, somebody to do it, and we're we're getting to know each other and we're taking care of our house together, and it's just so um, intimate in mm-hmm. a, in a way. As you know, I've been involved with that to what degree I can. I uh, and uh, you know I've tried to get involved. Uh, I started taking their. I, I just yeah. love I love that story I love the story that you you grew up in church you know um, and there's probably a lot of listeners that that are in that story um, and it took you stepping outside of that to open up to who God was um, in a in a deeper way you know definitely through your, your teen years and I you know speak firsthand knowledge of this um, it wasn't that I didn't think you didn't know God. I always thought you were probing. <laughs> you know, you were, you you were probing. It, it, it felt more like you were. Um, oh, I lost the name of the the stupid game. Uh, Operation. Oh, you know, wow. where, where you were you were trying to pull out the the wishbone without you know, you know that's how I always felt that you you were you were always probing. So to see that you have moved to a place where you can find community, um, and that you had to step outside of it brings back them. And I didn't even think about this before we before when we were talking, but. You know, if if you look at Paul's life, um, when he when he gets, you know, saves for lack of a better term, uh, by seeing Jesus and 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 he goes and you know his sight is restored and and he meets the disciples. He then leaves for three years. We don't we don't realize that that he he doesn't do anything for those and he he doesn't want to be around the disciples. He doesn't want to be inside of that bubble, so mm. to speak, um, to build up his faith. So. Uh, it's awesome to see that you had to go through something, um, which honestly I was against. I, I don't know if you remember those conversations. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I was against you going into the military. Uh-huh, um, I do. Uh, I, I, I thought that you should have went to police academy, but <laughs> um, <laughs> we're not going to argue that on the podcast right now, are we? Um, yeah. uh, so, um, but well, it's water under the bridge now. What, yeah, uh, unless you have a time machine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there's a DeLorean or a phone box sitting somewhere. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, you know, you, you, you went ahead and, 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 and push through. Yeah. It's, it's been an incredible journey. Uh, all right. I just, uh, now I feel there's just, it's so easy to love God and worship him in the way that I know that this Holy Spirit just kind of moves through me. And uh, there's so much less um, pressure almost. Mm-hmm. It's, it's very difficult to describe, but it's I just feel more free, more flexible to worship God in the way that the Holy Spirit leads me to do in that particular day or moment, week, or you name it. And, yeah. in it, and I feel like I do better I actually influence more people in a better way or a more positive way in the long run versus when I'm trying, yeah. when I'm like calculating. Because you're healthy. Mm-hmm. It's 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 a health thing. Yeah. So that's awesome. Well, thank you for sharing. I really appreciate that. It's my pleasure. So uh, here at Amazed by God, we like to end with just kind of two questions. Mm. Uh, first being, is there any Bible story, character, passage uh, that has meant something to you in your life <laughs> it goes on and on doesn't it yeah it does you know actually 
<laughs> I don't know if it's a Bible story, <laughs> but uh, but Psalm one thirty seven verse nine. I never remember what it is exactly, but it goes somewhere, some some to the degree of let let them smash the babies. Blessed are those who smash the babies' heads upon the rocks. Yeah, mm, amen, <laughs> amen, brother. Yeah. So uh, the reason that I like that so much, something that you taught me, um, was yeah. If, to if put, you don't, if you know me personally, and and and, and this is hard for me to say. <laughs> on the internet if you know me personally that is my favorite verse uh-huh. uh so go ahead <laughs> it uh, so it, it to me the value it has to me is it it you know having you know attributing too much value to a verse without context is a d- dangerous thing to do <laughs> and, and that is exactly why it's it's my favorite <laughs> verse um you know and 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 i i taught it uh from the pulpit one day and and had not taught that but taught from the pulpit one day that uh you should you should you know parents you should look after your kids don't just let them believe everything that we teach them here at church and i sent that home as a verse um (laughs) i sent that home as a verse you know that all the kids colored that week or made a you know art art project or 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 you know, something out of that. And, um, you know, and, and it was their memory verse. Like the parents actually got it written down as their memory verse. Um, wow. And out of, uh, out of about 70 families, two, two called the church office. Wow. Uh, you know, and it was disheartening for the sake of, man, none of them listened to me on Sunday morning. Um, you know, and I was using it as a, a contexting, like, you know, that you should, you should, involved in your kids lives right you know but it's that it's that context you you can read that one completely out of context and and it can be made into something completely completely evil um and and that's what happens when we don't we don't read you know that 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 psalm opens up with one of the most beautiful verses um, where it says that we hung, we, we, it, 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 this, the story is it's it's a song in, in Babylon. I'm sorry, I'm taking your thunder mm, yeah, here. I'm um, listening. Uh, it's a story of of I, I don't remember if it's in Syria or Babylon, but the 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 Jewish people are in captivity, and it says we were we we were so uh, upset and so sad that we were in captivity that God left us that we hung our harps by the you know uh, you know by the river, um, mm. but then they can't take the praises from God from our mouths. And it, it's basically going on to say that these people are unbelievably evil when it, God seems like you are giving them the blessings that you should be giving to us, but we're still going to worship you. So it's, it's a beautiful metaphor in the sense of no matter what happens in your life, when your life is crashing down, I will still bless you. And they're using it in the most vile way you could possibly imagine in, in, in a baby <laughs> being beaten to death with a rock mm. um that they're still going the the bless god um you know and 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 you know go go and read habakkuk um uh it's going to be one of the first books in my in, in through god's library that will be coming out here in the next couple of months mm. but habakkuk goes in front of god and says hey god uh we're messing up here and god says yeah i'm gonna use babylon to destroy you and he goes uh no you're not they're worse than us and god goes yeah i am you know i'm, I'm still gonna judge them <laughs> but i'm judging you by using them so uh and it's in the midst of that kind of thing that this this psalm comes out which is a beautiful psalm because we all have chaos mm. so sorry having yeah you just 
you 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 know that's history between us um and uh um yeah it's just it's just one of those it's one of those beautiful passages and i don't share that with many people um uh that that is that it's one of my verses i have Cat, a tattoo cats out of the bag now yeah i have a tattoo on my arm i'm just <laughs> kidding i don't <laughs> no i don't <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah so anyway music kind of moves our lives it moves us in different ways so is there any song that you know has touched you in your life oh yeah you know what let me let me pull it up here for a second uh yeah it's called come come alive speak life by verses it's kind of a mashup really but the only reason so i'm pretty passionate about music in general and how it sounds and you know i'm Sometimes I can get a little overcritical of worship music in general, that it doesn't quite, you know, move like a lot of good music does mm-hmm. in general. Like it, you know, the melody and the rhythm don't quite like get you going. Like some verse, chorus, yeah. bridge. I mean, verse, chorus, yeah, verse, yeah. chorus, bridge, chorus. Yeah, you know, something like that. <laughs> I mean, like yeah, it follows a structure, but it doesn't have that like, you know, like today. There's this kind of like bass drop you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. there's that those moments in songs it's like yeah this is a great song and uh this particular song speak life come alive by verses it does that it just feels right mm-hmm. it sounds and it feels right and then the lyrics are just nice and they're simple and i highly recommend it and i recommend it even more on a really nice set of headphones or stereo. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much, Tim. Uh, so for Through God's Library, uh, I'm your host, Mark Stitchin, and we will see you next Monday. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave us a five-star rating and don't forget to subscribe. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave us a five-star rating and don't forget to subscribe. Thank you for listening.